0: Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, is pleased to bring you this radio broadcast of Shear Jashub, featuring the ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and in a moment, you will be transferred into one of our past Sunday services, where my husband is teaching a series on heavenly authority. The focus of the current sermon is the burnout experienced by many Christian ministers, which is the result of a wrong understanding of how the New Testament church should function. When we left off, Pastor was discussing, from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 13, the baptism of the believer by the Holy Spirit into the body of our Lord Jesus Christ in order to become a functioning member of his church. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Greg.
1: Rather, the question is, okay, Lord, I'm yours. You've saved me. I need your Holy Spirit. Baptize me in your spirit. And then, Holy Spirit, show me the blueprint you have for me. Show me the plan. Place me in that portion of the body where I'm supposed to be. What is the plan for my life? One other thing I want to correct also, we're not speaking about churchy activities here. When we say the body, you know, we've heard these words in Christianity so long, we tend to think of the church, and the church means church activities. And I tell you that a lot of the church activities are not church activities. They're not the activities of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. They're the activities of that social group, of that group of people wanting to do something having activity after activity doesn't this does not mean what i'm saying here that you have to become a member of a church and just run into every tag sale every bakery sale every pig roast every women's meeting men's meeting children's meeting you know that they have for you that's not what i'm saying those are churchy activities now what does jesus want well jesus has a plan and there's a certain role that based on what i just read here that the Holy Spirit, when he gifts us, has for each and every believer that we're supposed to do. And if we're not doing that, we don't know who we are. And part of the problem in the American church today, you say, why are these pastors burnt out? Is that there are a few people that are doing, and then there are a lot of people who are not. The church is not supposed to be like that. Families are not supposed to be that way. Sometimes in family situations, there's one or two good-hearted people that are doing everything, and there's a few other people that are doing nothing, and the burdens start to fall upon the one person. And those burdens can become so overwhelming that they can have burnout until the one person can't take it anymore. The mind can't take it. The heart can't take it. That happens in families all the time. They know the easy mark, the good-hearted person. And if the other people don't have a like-good heart, they can make it miserable for that person. And there's a lot of Christians that don't assume their obligation. They won't assume their obligation with their own family members. They could be great going around broadcasting and speaking about Jesus to people, and they won't assume their own responsibility to their children, to their parents. The church is not supposed to be like that. Families are not supposed to be that way. Everyone has something they're supposed to do. And if someone doesn't pick up their burden, consider 100 pounds. If one person has to carry 100 pounds, that's a hard burden. Now, if two people grab it, okay, you can do it for a while. Three people, four people, five or six people get together and say, let's build a cart. They build a cart, they put the 100 pounds on, you got 10 people pulling that car, does that 100 pounds feel like anything? If you have 100 people, it's a joke. It becomes minuscule. No one even feels it as you're walking. You won't even feel it because it's shared by 100 people. This laity clergy atmosphere coming out of the old priesthood of the Catholic Church was not meant to be. They were supposed to be pastors and elders and teachers. They were supposed to be respected if they taught, respected for keeping the church going. Honored in the sense that people weren't trying to break the church apart or take over the church. But it's never supposed to be, you are my leader, and then we all kind of sit around. So we're not talking about churchy activities. We're saying that the church, those who truly believe, the Lord's body here on earth, if you believe there's some place for you in the body for service, whether you like it or not, Let's go back to 1 Corinthians, chapter 12. He says, For as in verse 12 the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact the body is not one member but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, notice that expression again, each one of them in the body just as he pleased and if they were all one member where would the body be but now indeed there are many members yet one body and he goes on to continue with that example and he explains how when one suffers everyone suffers in verse 26 if one member suffers all the members suffer with it and he goes on to talk about the offices just as he spoke about the gifts he speaks about the offices of apostles and prophets and teachers. And he says in verse 31, But earnestly desire the best gifts. And then he says, let me show you the most excellent way, the more excellent way, and he speaks about love. How love has to run through all this. So we are supposed to be as the body of Jesus Christ. Each one baptized in the Spirit, and then the Spirit places us, baptizes us, into Jesus' body, that we're his body on earth. We walk as him on earth. Does that sound like pastor laity? It doesn't sound that way to me. It sounds like everyone has a role. And then the question you have to say is: if you think about this example that the apostle gives us, and if you consider your body, what part of your body could you do without? Let's think about it. Could you do it without one eye, without an ear, without a hand? How much of your body could you do without? Would you, could you do without? How much of your body can you start to hack off and still survive? And if you can survive, once you've hacked off those parts, how effective are you going to be? If you have no arms and no legs, how effective are you going to be? It's a gruesome thing to think about destroying the parts of your body. But really, that's the problem with the church today. The church today has big holes in it. If you could see the body of Jesus Christ, there are big gaping holes in that body. And that's what's wrong with the church. It's not there's not enough money for revival. It's not enough revival meetings, activities. We haven't talked lovingly enough to this one or we haven't this big gaping holes in the body of Jesus Christ. And parts that are filled in are epileptic, they're spasmodic, they're not doing what they should do. And the attitude that it all has to be on him, that minister, that pastor, the engrossment in a personality, and maybe God has given your particular church a mouth, a good mouth to speak, but that mouth without feet to walk, without a nose to breathe, without lungs to take in air, that mouth becomes part of a dead body and that mouth becomes dead itself. It becomes just as dead. There's not supposed to be this one individual. It has to work together. It has to work as a unison, everyone doing their particular part. The role that Jesus Christ has for you. Just think of families how easy things could go. Most of the problems, the complications in marriages and family situations, on the job, if everyone just came in and did what they were supposed to do, what would life be like, right? It would be easier, tremendously easy, but you know it doesn't work that way. No matter where you are, there's always a few that do and many that do a little, some that do nothing, Some that are almost like a a weight, a burden around the neck, that you drown. And in big churches today, in medium-sized churches, even in small churches, there is this tendency, if a church has a thousand people, there should be a thousand ministers in that church. Everyone with a little ministry doing something. Rather than placing it all on that one, which is the burnout that Pat Robinson was speaking about. There's a very narrow idea in American Christianity of clergy and lady, and You see how this ties right into our study on heavenly authority. And because of that, the pastors and their wives are coming to the end of themselves. And you see a lot of these men in their 50s and 60s, and they, they look like they've been beaten down by life. We know Paul got whipped, he got stoned, he got shipwrecked. But I don't think when you saw the Apostle Paul, you saw a defeated man you see a lot of defeated men and their wives look even worse than they do. And we're placing people in positions of the clergy who shouldn't even be there because probably someone that should be there feels, oh, I can't. Not me. Remember we talked about Saul last week? I can't do that. Not me. And so a lot of the good people, I say good in quotes, that could be responsible don't go into that position because they're not baptized, they may be baptized in the Spirit, but they haven't let the Spirit baptize them into the body. Baptisms, the third part of that. You know, everything was three with the Lord, right? We know about the baptism in water. We know about the baptism of the Spirit. I'm speaking about baptism into the body by the Spirit. They haven't let themselves be baptized into the body, and so people maybe who shouldn't be in those positions wind up in there by just a lack of numbers. Scripturally, it all has to work together in unison. The body, how natural it works, you know, you don't think about your body, it just works together, the thought processes, the cells, all part of the body. That's how the church should work. Now, we have to ask ourselves the question, have we let the Holy Spirit baptize us into the body? What is the blueprint he's shown us for our lives? What are we supposed to do? What's the role? How are we supposed to interact with our families, with our children, with our parents with our community with our workplace with our church what are we supposed to do what's the role for us we don't want to be like those that paul said in philippians 2 21 for all seek their own not the things which are of christ jesus they want their own things we have to seek what the holy spirit wants for us
0: you have been listening to the teaching ministry of greg scalzo Pastor of Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. We hope you have enjoyed today's study and will be listening as Pastor Greg continues this fascinating and important series. It is always a blessing for the church to hear from our listeners. Our address is Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut. 06405. That address again is Shiar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Brantford, Connecticut, 06405. Sunday service is held at the Madison Memorial Town Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison. May the Lord keep you safe in his blessed hands, as with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You serve him.